Hey, what's up? It's your boy Anthony Cass Clark, and welcome to another edition of Thoughts Over Coffee Daily. Good people of the world, what is up? I hope that all is well, all is well on this side. Today is an episode that I thoroughly enjoyed producing. I found this clip on YouTube. I am not even sure of the source. I will find the source and I will credit you. But I found this clip of Bishop T.D. Jakes in rare form. Yes, if you're aware of Bishop T.D. Jakes, you've seen him on TV, you've heard him on different podcasts, and, you know, he's preaching and he's he's going in on his sermons, which is what he does. But there's an opposite side of T.D. Jakes, the other side of him, who is T.D. Jakes, the businessman. And I found this clip of T.D. Jakes in businessman form dropping bombs, dropping bars, just just six minutes or so of just loaded with business knowledge. And uh, it was just really valuable to hear. It's just a great reminder of information that you may have heard before in the past. He's, he, just, he just tells it as a true businessman and gives you a lot of knowledge packed in this, this clip. So I just wanted to share with you. It was valuable to me, so I know it would be valuable to you. So without further ado, here it is. Bishop T.D. Jakes, straight bars. Let's go. A business plan anticipates problems and has built into its strategy something that would circumvent that problem from taking you out of business. And then it also considers not only your resources, what you want to do, how are you going to do it? How will the business be sustained? Why do you think it's a viable business? So business plans also consider the environment in which the business is to be done, the resources to which the business is going to be supplied, and the projections need to be not just based out of, there's nothing worse to me than people who come to me and say things that are grounded in absolutely nothing. You know, I just believe it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be incredible. What does that mean? <laughs> oh, it's just got to be successful. You know, everybody's calling me about it. What does that mean? Everybody's calling. My phone is back to quantifiable. The more you can have details, the more you can rule out risk of failure. Generally, you can hire somebody to write a business plan for $1,200 or more. And while that may sound like a lot of money, it may be cheaper than bankruptcy. So think about that. Front load your money and your effort and your energy. That, what do you mean by front load? It is better to put the energy up front than it is to put the energy behind and now you've got the problem, now you've got the lawsuit, now you've got the crisis and your money is going behind. Anytime you're having to spend a lot of money behind, it's generally because you didn't put enough money and effort up front. Mm. Business plans cancel out potential areas of risk and failure. Just because there are areas of risk and failure doesn't mean you shouldn't do it, but if you can't find a solution that would respond to the risk of failure, maybe you shouldn't do it. Your business plan should fit that. And the reason that's really important is because when we get ready to go after capital, 
People are going to give you capital based on the solidity of your business plan. Let's play Shark Tank. Okay, here we are at Shark Tank. We're running up here and all of these people are coming up with all of these ideas. And in the first few minutes, you've got four or five CEOs out there who decide the level of risk based on the strategy or the plan. Mm -hmm. And if you watch a show like that, you soon learn what the person should have thought about before they got there. A lot of times they're so excited about the product they produce that they haven't considered marketing. They haven't done a thorough evaluation of costs and above all things, Never ask anybody for money if you're not invested in it. Wow. Yes. Because the first thing they ask you is how much have you put into it? Yes. yes. <laughs> how much have you put into yes. it? People always want to find somebody to give them money around something that they have not invested money in. Mm. Here's the problem. Here's the elephant in the middle of the room. It's startup capital. It's just really, really hard. And depending on what the business is, you're gonna, your business plan is the first thing I'm going to want to see. Okay. Mm -hmm. The other thing is your level of enthusiasm because actually people give money to people. So if I don't believe in you, I'm not going to give money to it because even if the plan is good, if you don't convince me that you are tenacious and relentless and tough enough to do it, the plan can look good on paper. But when I look at you, I still won't give you the money because you haven't proven to me that you're wow. tough enough for me to put my money in as a wow. risk behind your dream. Wow. I don't have time to stop doing, you see what I'm saying? Oh yeah. I don't have time to stop doing what I'm doing and run your dream. So part of the reason that people invest in you is because you have enough evidence to suggest that you won't run in a fight. So basically it boils down to this. I'm not going to put you into a Goliath opportunity if you can't show me that you killed the lion and the bear before you got to my office. Wow. Okay. What? This is what I want to know. What have you killed before? <laughs> so my son says to me, my son says, uh, daddy, you sit with CEOs and you're working with executives and you, you, I work with people who get things done. Mm -hmm. And he said, how do I get respected to sit around the fire with the elders? And I looked at him and said, go kill something. <laughs> I said, if you go out there and kill a lion and come in all bloody and scratched up and throw his carcass right down in front of the fire, we'll say, have a seat. Now, let me, let me go beyond the metaphor for you to clearly see. What I'm saying is go out there and attack something that's bigger than you and wrestle it down and kill it. And you then get the right to be respected at the fire. You don't get the right to be respected to sit around the fire with people who are champions just because you have ideas. Yes. Ideas that have not been proven are guesses. You have to go out there and make something work in order for somebody who makes something work to respect you. Jeez. <laughs> you, you understand That's what good. I'm saying? So, so here's the mentality that we see today. Well, the reason I haven't killed something is because you won't give me a chance. And you're saying you won't let me sit at the fire until I kill something. You won't give me a chance. That right there tells me I'm not going to give you any money because you are blaming me for your failure. Uh. You have to go out there and make that thing happen for yourself. It's not my fault that you didn't make it work. Why is this important? I want you to see why this is important. It's not just me being tough. There are things you learn in the fight. 
Come on, sir. That make you eligible to sit around the fire. If I save you from the fight, I save you from the experience that makes Woo! you valuable. You've got to get in the fight because fight equates to experience and experience work of hope and hope making itself not ashamed. I don't want to be ashamed to lose my money. <laughs> Go kill something.